Are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of Christ? Are you ready for kingdom conversations with kingdom people? Welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Caleb McCall, and I will be guiding you through the word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hello and welcome in to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. We're talking episode 48, man. It's incredible. Really awesome to think about that we are 48 episodes in. To our listeners, I thank you uh, for tuning in to the podcast weekly or whenever it is that you get to check them out. We just thank you for your support and listening in to the show. I pray that the show is blessing you. I pray that the show is enriching you with preaching and teaching and and topics on recovery and interviews that we're doing here on the show. I'm just so happy that you are with us today. Pray the show is blessing you. Uh, Coming at you today with some brand new content, just something that's been on my heart really for the last couple of weeks. Um, And it's talking about the next generation. And uh, if I could title this, uh, this episode, it would be how to save the next generation. How to save the next generation. When I say how to save the next generation, of course, today we're talking about recovery. We're talking addiction, not only addiction from substances, but any addictions. We have a whole generation of youth and teenagers that are addicted to video games, TV, social media, all of these things. And I brought on Jeremy Austell a couple of months back, and he really shed some light on this situation. But I must be honest, I I got to preach at a a youth beach camp a couple of weeks ago down in Panama City and that's really where this episode began to stir up in me and especially on the way back and and after experiencing what I had experienced with my wife and also my 13 year old son you know very incredible and special when you see your 13 year old close his eyes and lift his hands and worship Um, and also with all of these teenagers there was close to a hundred you know, youth down there. I think we had 80 something youth um, that was there with us at beach camp with a, a few churches that was there um, with us. Um, and so it was just an incredible time and God really moved in an incredible way. And this is where this, you know, got downloaded and got deposited in me. Uh, because to be honest, there's a lot of people that ask me this question um, when I go speaking from church to church or whatever, and, um, you know, they ask the question, how can I keep my teenager? How can I keep my son? How can I keep my daughter away from what it is that you've walked through? What can we do to keep this next generation? How can we save this next generation from the things that you've walked through, from the things that your students at Be the Bush and Miriam House have walked through, how, what can we do to protect our children? And I'm going to tell you right now, it is a very simple answer, and it was something that I've seen this weekend. I've seen at youth camps um, here in Tennessee with the Tennessee Ministry Network, with the Assembly as a God, and what Jeremy Austell is doing with teenagers here in our state, and it is simply this. Help your teenager to fall in love with Jesus. Oh, man. 
That right there is it. That's the answer. That is the answer. I wanted that pause in there so that you could actually just really pay attention and get what it was that I said. Because if you can put your child, your teenager, in an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit is moving, where Jesus has showed up into a room, where they can have an encounter with God, that is what will keep them from the lifestyle of addiction on any level. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty awesome thing. You know, I talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I actually preached on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We had teenagers receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost while they're in Panama City. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I say in that message is, you know, when you be when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, it consumes you. The Holy Spirit consumes you. You just can't stop thinking about Jesus. You can't stop talking about Jesus. You can't stop praying to Jesus. Come on, somebody, right? You stop running out of things to say in your prayer time with the Lord. Uh, it just takes you to another level. Um, didn't really mean going here, but I'm going here. With the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that word baptismo in the Greek means to be fully submerged. And this is what I'm meaning by you are consumed with Jesus. And this is one thing, too, that will help teenagers be able to overcome that because they have something stronger than addiction. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me here because this wasn't even in my notes this morning. I'm telling you right now, the baptism of the Holy Ghost can help keep a teenager from addiction. The baptism of the Holy Ghost can help keep a teenager from making bad decisions. Not saying they're going to be perfect, not saying they won't ever make a mistake or make a bad decision. But I'm going to tell you right now, a, a teenager who's baptized in the Holy Ghost, whenever they are faced with the temptation of drugs or alcohol, they can begin to pray in the spirit and run as Joseph did from his temptation. They just have this power on the inside of them that is stronger than any temptation of the enemy, that's stronger than any weakness in the flesh. We need teenagers who are baptized in the Holy Ghost, and that is one route that you can have them take to avoid being wrapped up in a lifestyle of addiction. But back to what I was saying, too, that this whole concept, this thing of being in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus as a teenager. See, here's the thing about falling in love with Jesus. When you really fall in love with Jesus, you do not do things that sin against him. Oh, come on, somebody. Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. And what Jesus is saying there is that if you love me, if you have relationship with me, you are not going to do things that are going to grieve my Holy Spirit, to grieve what it is that I've done for you, right? And, you know, that's what it's talking about with grieving the Holy Spirit. It is talking about doing things that hurt the Holy Spirit, right? And we can't get caught up doing that as Christians, um, we don't need to get caught up doing that as Christians, grieving the Holy Spirit. That is a big deal, folks. That is a big deal to grieve the Holy Spirit. It's not just some small thing. But Jesus says, if you love me, you obey my commandments. If I say that I love my wife, but I go home, smack her around, abuse her, cheat on her, cuss her out, talk crazy to her, I can say that I love her all that I want, but those words don't mean a hill of beans, and it's the same with Jesus, you can tell me that you love Jesus all you want to, 
But if you are doing things that grieve him, that hurt him, uh, that is not the type of lifestyle that he's called you to, to live, if you will, will not and refuse to obey his commands, the commands of Jesus, the lifestyle that Jesus calls us to, and not only calls us to, but gives you the power to walk out, by the way, the Bible, the scriptures, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, never ask you to do anything that you cannot do. If it's in the word, you have the ability to do it. And Jesus gave you the ability and the way and the power to do it. Right. And so what Jesus is saying there, if you love me, you obey my commands. And this is this is it, folks. This is how we keep the next generation. This is how we save the next generation. You know, and one way that we can do that, you know, like I said, number one, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You, you, When you have the power and the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you're able to overcome things. You have the power on the inside of you to run from temptation, remove yourself from situations and all of that. So we know that the teenagers, if we want our teenagers to not get wrapped up in addiction and a lifestyle of sin, they need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's that's one. OK. Number two, we as adults, parents, I, I am the parent of a 13 year old son. And here's here's the other point that I want to make today. And it's this about, you know, how do we keep them from addiction? We we allow them to fall in love with Jesus. Well, how do you get them to fall in love with Jesus? One, I talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And here's the other one. We simply put them in environments where he is. Oh, man, is that not simple? We simply put them in in environments where he is. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So what does that mean? That means you need to get him where the praises of his people is, because where that's going on, there God is. And God is the one who can keep them from these type of lifestyles. God is the one who distributes the power for them to overcome these type of temptations, right? And so we've got to put them in environments where the Holy Spirit is, where the spirit of Jesus is, where they can have an encounter with him. Because if they ever have an encounter with him, if they ever taste and see that he is good, they won't want what the world has to offer. Look, guys, I am not telling you this out of something I read out of some self-help Jesus book. I'm telling you, I seen it a couple of weeks ago. I seen about 80 teenagers jumping up, singing, dancing, worshiping the Lord with all their might. I was in a room with a generation full of Davids who said, look, we can push our dignity to the side. We are going to dance. We're going to worship. We're going to sing to our king and heaven is going to invade this atmosphere. And when heaven invaded the atmosphere, I'm telling you, the Lord spoke to me on the first night of even being there before I even realized how on fire these kids was, that there was going to be church planners there, that there was going to be ministers of the gospel there and a whole generation of David anointed giant slaying individuals that were going to make a huge impact on the world. And I seen the way that they danced. I seen the way that they worshiped. I seen how attentive they was as I was preaching. Look, when I go do youth camps or youth revivals or I'm speaking to any kind of youth group, let me tell you right now, I don't water it down. I don't try to preach some elementary message to them or some middle school message to them, some high school dumbed down message to them. 
so that they can try to understand what it is I'm saying. Let me tell you something right now. Those kids are a lot more knowledgeable than you think, and their brains are a lot more capable than you think. And let me tell you something right now. They are soaking up what it is that we're living out before them, what it is that we're saying before them, and all of that stuff. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, these kids, the next generation, will be saved from lifestyles of addiction, lifestyles of sin, if we put them in environments where they can fall in love with Jesus. I know, I know. It's very profound, isn't it? It's real deep, isn't it? No, it's actually pretty simple. We have got to get the next generation behind us to simply fall in love with Jesus because if they fall in love with Jesus, everything that the world has to offer will not suffice. It won't be good enough. It won't it won't please them. It won't scratch that itch that they've got because there's a generation coming up behind us that wants the supernatural, that wants this God who they read about in the Bible to become real to them, to become relevant to the things that they are facing. I talked about it with these teenagers. I mean, they're facing some of the biggest giants that we've ever seen. The way that screens are in our day and age. I mean, suicide, depression, the teenagers are killing themselves at an outstanding rate. And I don't understand why nobody's talking about it. I mean, it's unreal what they're facing. They have uh, at the tip of their fingers on the Internet, the chance to become addicted to pornography. I mean, and so many teenagers are facing this and dealing with this type of temptation and this stuff and I'm telling y'all right now the only way for them to overcome this is for us to show them Jesus teach them Jesus put them in environments where Jesus is and they can overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony because God will establish them with testimonies of overcoming God will establish them with testimonies of purity come on somebody God wants to do something in a generation that will truly love him, that will truly seek after him. And it's up to us, the parents. It's up to us, the pastors. It's up to us, the youth group leaders. It's up to us, the youth pastors, to put these kids in environments like what I just witnessed uh, there in Panama City. Big shout out um, to the to the Hudson family, the Stockard family. Um, the youth pastors there at Lewisburg First Assembly and Restoring Hope Church out of Franklin. I mean, they're doing an absolutely incredible job with these teenagers. And I'm just telling you right now, I witnessed and seen what it's going to take to get the next generation to be saved and pulled out of the world and into the kingdom. And it's so, so simple. Let's just help them fall in love with Jesus. Let's display behavior in the kingdom of God that points them to Jesus, that shows them Jesus, and they can fall in love with this Savior King who can change everything for them. We must, we must, we must put our teenagers, put our youth in an environment where the Holy Spirit is, where Jesus is at, where they can see his face and have an encounter with his love that teaches them and shows them they're valued, they're chosen, they are loved, they have destiny, they have purpose, 
And when those teenagers have a revelation of that, they realize, man, I'm just not some useless kid. I'm just not some teenager wandering in the earth trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. Am I supposed to go to college? Am I supposed to go to work? I'm insignificant. No, no, no. It is an incredible thing to see teenagers on fire filled with the Holy Ghost and power that are already stepping into destiny and purpose. I, I say it all the time. You know, there's a lot of people that come up, well, man, you've got a powerful testimony, you know, God really saved you from a lot. Yes, he did. But let me tell you something that's way more powerful than that. It's when a youth or a teenager or a kid gets filled with the Holy Ghost and power and walks into his assignment at a young age. Some of the most the most anointed pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists uh, of the fivefold ministry are individuals that have walked with Jesus their entire life. There's something special about that. It It's that David anointing. Sure, David made some mistakes, but he knew God from a young age and he walked with God from a young age and he worshiped God from a young age and he started killing lions and bears at a young age and he started slaying giants at a young age. Come on, somebody. Are y'all picking up what I'm dropping this morning? This is a powerful thing. We've got to teach and show the next generation if they will simply fall in love with Jesus, they can serve him all the days of their life. And if they serve him all the days of their life, they will be removed from the equation of falling into the trap of the world. All that the world has to offer will not suffice. It would not be good enough for them because they've got something better on the inside of them. They've got something stronger on the inside of them that points them to this one named Jesus who they have fallen in love with, who has changed their life, who has given them power and anointing to overcome every obstacle that they will ever face. To answer that question to parents, pastors, youth pastors, leaders, how do, how do we save them? How, how, how do we keep them? from falling into that lifestyle that you you live for so many years Caleb how how do we do that how do we protect them how do we save them the answer is this my friend help them to fall in love with Jesus put them in environments where Jesus is so they can taste and see that he is good so that they can look upon the face of our savior king and know that he is good and serve him all the days of their life put them in environments where the baptism of the holy spirit can flow where they can receive the power of God to overcome every temptation. And we will see a generation rise up of world changers that will, that, that, you know, that thing, that word and that terminology has become almost cliche. But I'm telling you right now that if we will raise up a generation that will simply fall in love with Jesus, that terminology of world changers can become a reality very powerful that's all i have for you today on the show just wanted to touch on that topic i'm telling you a generation that will fall in love with jesus can change the world around them we've got to do it we've got to lead the way folks parents pastors ministry leaders we have to lead the way and show these teenagers how to fall in love with jesus put them in environments where he is show them how to worship look put your dignity to the side youth pastors pastors push push parents push your dignity to the side like david did and, and even when folks get to talking about you like uh my michelle did saul's daughter about david and 
and you can just say, look, you, you don't know what God's done for me. Uh, you, you, you just don't understand, and that's okay. But I'll get even more undignified if I have to. Let's show a generation how to fall in love with Jesus, how to worship the King of glory, the King of kings. And we will see a generation rise up and answer the call. We'll see a generation rise up that can overturn Roe v. Wade. We'll see a generation rise up that can stop this this LGBTQ agenda that is being shoved down the throats uh, of our country. We can see a generation rise up that can turn the tide in Washington and politics. We can see a generation rise up that will touch the world around them and make a difference for the kingdom of God. We just got to show them. We just got to teach them. And we just got to help them fall in love with Jesus. That's the answer, folks. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Recovery to Recover podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit BeTheBushMinistries.com or MiriamHouse.com to become a monthly partner or for more info about our ministry and what we are accomplishing for the kingdom of God. You can also follow me on Facebook at Caleb McCall or on Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mack. See you next week.